bro. Bro, I could never be you. But I'm going off to do what only I can do. The things that only Simon the Digger can do. Simon, it's nearly time for them to get started. I'll come back to visit. Once this is all over. Japanese, a podcast where three dudes in a climactic final battle talk about anime. First up, he's Bill. I don't think a final battle's talking about anime. No, we're in a climactic final battle. Uh, he's right. That was Andy. Hey! And I'm Josh. Damn it. This is so serious of an episode, we don't even have funny nicknames this week. Huzzah! Because there wasn't a depth of dialogue to draw from. <laughs> well, there was a few... Anyway, uh, so, hi guys! What's up? So, Gurren Lagan. Yep. Yes. Episode 14. Yeah! Yes. I'm ready for this, man. I've been, yeah. I've been waiting for this episode for a while now. We're going to get into really an in-depth discussion. Yeah. I can't wait! Yeah, about that. Hey, Billy, did you do your notes? Yeah, I don't have a lot. For 15? Yeah. Yeah, I don't have much for 14. Let's, how about we just blow through both episodes uh, since it's the finale anyway? What? I'm good. Cool. What? High five. What? All right. I, I had this whole, like, diagram and I had... Yeah, I bet that the, was fine. The PowerPoint presentation. Yeah, I, I bet that diagram was expensive. It was. Hey, guess what, too, Josh? What? We're just going to jump right in. What? Yeah. No welcome, nope, welcome to episode 14 of Gurren Lagan. Well met, everyone! Hail and well met. I, yes. I guess I'll just have to, um, give me a moment here, I have to go, um, take care of, just, uh, Who poop, who poop, who poop to, biggest? Who poop biggest? <laughs> I just gotta, just, give me, give me a moment, guys, I just... Okay, bye! I poop biggest. Oh. Cool, let's go for it. <laughs> I, I, I... 14 hours of work! Down the tubes! Fuck! <laughs> uh, so! We open! Hi! You okay? I heard a cough out there. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm fine, I'm fine. Okay. Uh, we open! A month has passed, apparently, mm-hmm. since the last events from episode 13. That sounds about right. Yeah. Simone and Yoko are visiting Kamina's grave one final time before they go off to fight uh, the uh, Spiral King. Uh, uh, you're missing someone. Buta. Oh, I, I, yeah. When we rewatched it for the third time in 24 hours, I'd never noticed Buta. Buta is praying, and it's adorable. It is very cute. It's absolutely <laughs> adorable. Yes. Uh, Simone promises to visit after, of course, and Yoko mm-hmm. gives Kamina, I believe, a silent I love you or I miss you, something along those lines. You can't really tell. They don't have any 
actual dialogue there. No spoken she just, words. She no. just looks over there and actually the off camera was she actually flashed him her boobs. <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure you could see from chest up. Um, <laughs> oh, I said off camera. Though. Oh, okay. Leron welcomes them back after mm-hmm. that quick scene and everyone is working hard to prepare for the final battle. And you know what? At this point, I'm actually kind of pumped at the beginning of episode 14. Like, mm-hmm. it has kind of that cool epic feel, that right. sort of thing, like you get an anime or any other sort of media where yeah. they're yeah. building up toward the big final cut, right. uh, you know, big ass battle. Where they're going to play the theme song of the show in the middle of the episode. Yes. Yeah. yeah. No, it was, it's it's, it's, it's going cool. to be a great moment. And did you notice there's no narration at the start of this episode? There's no, this is the story of the Yes. Man. And same thing with the next one, too. Actually, the next episode's interesting. We'll get there. Uh, they don't even have the theme song in the beginning. Which I find kind of interesting. Right. Uh, But now we cut away to the bad guys. The Spiral King is quoting the Bible, or as he calls it, well, I think actually it's uh, it's Guam that calls it uh, an ancient holy scripture. On the sixth day. On the sixth day. God created man. And then gave them apples and said, don't eat the apples. Not on the sixth day. Doesn't time pass between that. No, it was immediate. It was on the sixth day. (laughs) They're not necessarily apples either. Well, sure, it's the fruit from the Forbidden Tree, but it's always been characterized as an apple. Not always. Anywho, of, co- of, <laughs> of course, Cytomancer wants the job of taking down Team Daigeren, because that's what he does. Well, I don't think it's necessarily he wants to take them on by himself. I think he's volunteering to be the vanguard. And we get a fun little line here, too, with Guam, who's still my favorite of all <laughs> those guys, basically saying, oh, that young 200-year-old whippersnapper. <laughs> yes, because 200 years is a short time to live. It is. It's very short. It's all relative. If you're an elf. Yes. Or Vash the Stampede. Yeah, see what I did there? Yes. That's a Trigun reference. All right, so I'm waiting to see how you're going to wiggle in the uh, Excel reference. Yeah, I have no idea. We're going to find out. I'll I'll try to make it work on the fly. How about a Helsing Ultimate Abridged reference? Well, we might be able to get that in, too. Get an Alucard in there. Maybe, Maybe Pokemon Generations. We're kind of doing this Pokemon Generation style. Drag, drag doing two episodes in one. There you go. Think of it this way, Bill. We'll be one less. We'll be one episode closer to the end yes. after today. There we are. Uh, so we find out that Lord Genome, which I do have to note, and near the beginning, I swear, and maybe I'm wrong, but I swear to you, they actually pronounce both of those words separately. But now, literally, even in the subtitles, it's one word. Lord Genome. Lord Genome. Lord Genome. Lord Genome. Lord Genome. The genome is uh, Mr. Gen- Mr. Genome. Is, uh, Mr. Mr. King Lord Genome. To you. To me. Yes. Uh, he tells us that he's the one that had sealed humans underground. Dun, dun, dun. And we get a title card. Well met, everyone. Yes. So we begin with Die Gun 10 flying overhead ready to attack. And the repairs are finished just in time, conveniently. So that way the big fucking battle can start. I'm glad they didn't. They decided to go with their own score because, I mean, if they started doing Flight of the Valkyries, I think it would just be, well, you know, played out. I would love that, actually. I'd be okay with that. Yes. 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 <laughs> uh, the bad guys launched like a billion boomerang-shaped ships. Those are the style of gunmen that Gurren Lagann integrated to to get the uh, jetpack. Oh, those ones! Yes. I forgot about that. Right. I forgot that they did that in an episode before. Mm-hmm. It feels like forever since we watched that episode. Forever. Forever. The main guns uh, do really little. We got, uh, what's his name? Little, little weird dude. Ottenborough. Yeah, he just like <laughs> tries to fire off the guns. They don't really do a whole He's lot. He's just like, I'm firing, and I'm firing, yeah. and nothing's happening. He feels kind of inferior, so they send out the gunmen instead. And for some reason, Keaton is confused why his siblings are going into battle. 
did he, he did he really expect his sisters to like sit, sit back, back in and, the big yeah. battle? Probably. Yeah, I like the fact that uh, uh, Keon is uh, piloting the Diakaiser and Diakaiser staying on the bridge. Wait, what's a Diakaiser? Diakaiser was the big blue one with the cannon on the forehead. Oh, okay. That was Diakaiser. Cannon and the, the cattle catcher. Again, so many names in the show. It's one. That's probably my biggest pet peeve with the show, aside from Simone's crazy eyes are uh he was in mourning but we've gotten past that <laughs> we, we have i like i actually like him a lot better now yes <laughs> well played i love how the big old ship fucking just launches the gunman and not like launch him but literally holds him in his hand them. And, and like just baseball tosses yep. them it's pretty awesome that month of prep time though has really worked out in their favor because they all got little jet packs in the, of their own too yeah or yeah. levispheres i guess uh, apparently yeah, yeah. Grin Logan was delayed a few moments, but he's ready to go. We have good old Simone and his buddy from the underground. And I'm stalling because I can't remember his name. Rossi. Thank you, Rossi. I was going to say jo- were you, Johnny how, Young Bosch. How long were you going to go was, until it was going to be just Johnny Young Bosch? <laughs> if, <laughs> if I, if I would have gone at least another like couple of couple words, seconds it, it would have been Johnny Young Bosch. Um, Vashu. Oh, it's awesome. Vashio uh, Kurosaki. Yes. Oh, the stampede. Um, so, <laughs> uh, I do like how Simone has gained a lot of confidence, mm-hmm. and he kind of takes on that leadership role in this battle. I do like that. Yeah. He, you can even hear it in the voice actor. Like, he does a really good job of portraying himself, like, with that level with the, of With the confidence now yeah. in, in check, he's definitely more, not brash. Competent and, competent. and, and yes, least, at least you. not hate, hated. You right. know, like, I don't hate him. I like, I kind of like him. Uh, apparently the black sibling gunman can combine, we find out. That's new, right? Mm-hmm. We've never seen that before. Keal's, and I don't have a name for Keal's uh, gunman, which I've well, fallen short of that. Lancey. Com- we'll, call, we'll, we'll call it Lancey. Combine is kind of a generous term anyway. It's more like split apart and become And transforms, weapons. yeah. Yeah, and then he rides the other one. Yeah, but I do like the fact that uh, Keal's does turn into a, uh, pretty much a buckler and a lance. Yeah. I think that was a really cool look. Yeah. Things look bad, actually, for Team Daigurin for a while here, but they even get worse when Guam's land battleship, which is called Dai... Gundo! Gundo, that's it, shows up. And I like the look of this. actually my favorite of the... Of the of the fortresses? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think this is my favorite, because it just has this, like, really cool, like, armadillo sort of look. It's it's awesome. And the face is kind of creepy. It's just like a... <laughs> yeah, and it's, like, sitting, like, it's inside like a of it. goblin yeah. face or Creepy. Something. Very creepy. It kind of has that, like, sort of, like turtle inside of its shell we haven't heard from bill for a bit bill thoughts so far no okay <laughs> okay uh the bad guys are not playing around this episode no they are not uh, we get explosions and more fighting and simone decides to take to the air forces to basically take them all on by himself, himself. yeah he's, yeah. he's gonna one man call the bad guy what? He did call him the bad guy. Did I? Uh, he's he the, the bad guy. The bad guy. The bad guy. The bad guy. Don't mess with the bad guy. Yeah. Uh, we see a new attack. <laughs> did you just throw? Did you just throw it in his jaw? Anyway, uh, I tough. thought I thought Josh could improvise when I I could do it. He, he did. Ow, too thick. And then he's... <laughs> he didn't solve. Uh, it's like his wrestling career. We see a new multi-drill missile attack. That was kind of cool. Yeah. Well, yeah. he basically just like sends tons of little mini drills out yeah, and takes them all out. But he has. Pretty much just blew his wad because he's super tired and needs a cigarette. Yeah. Rossiu freaks out throughout this fight, too, which I really enjoy. He's like, ah, 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 like, well, yeah, like, cause, like cause screaming. Because he was like, all right, you can handle it. I'm going to take a break. And Rossiu was like, what the fuck? Yeah, no, he was he was not prepared. And uh, they do manage to get the upper hand against Cedomander. And uh, that's until Gurren Lagan gets his arms and his legs restricted. 
Oh no! Oh no, bondage. <laughs> I thought that was Gurren Lagann's like tactic, right? It was like to to hold him down yeah, while, hold, while hold, he drills. Whoa, that's <laughs> hold him down while they drill him. The Cosby encounter. <laughs> oh no. no! No no no! That was roofies. Oh lord! Oh, Quaaludes. Quaaludes. Thank Sorry, you. Thank you, sir. Uh, they a, find the Mike Tyson maneuver. Oh what? god! Wait a minute! Bites an ear off. Uh, things look bad. The other Mike Tyson maneuver. Oh oh oh! Punching Little Mac with one hit, knocking you out. Right. Okay. The other other Mike Tyson <laughs> oh, maneuver. Okay, got it. Um. Anyway, things like I said look really bad until reinforcements arrive. Yay! More characters with names I need to fucking remember. Enter the Deus Ex Machina Brigade. Yeah. They apparently have inspired others from different regions to steal gunmen and lead their own attacks. They saw it when Guame, Guame, when Guam, I always do that. When Guam did this like super crazy projection. Remember when he did that projection when, when thing? He, when he produced the uh, the downfall of Team Daiguri. Yes. Uh, so yes, now we have the, the north and the east and the west and the south and the southeast and the... And Mexico, and the, and the Canada, and... And Japan, don't and forget Japan. Japan, yes. Regions. There's the one guy in the background going, Is anybody concerned that our only character trait is what direction we came from? <laughs> and all of our ships are going to look exactly the same? No, yeah. we're just that badass! And that, <laughs> and that our animation is not that well done? Yeah, no, I, I noticed that I noticed that pretty quick, and I was like, oh, good. Because I was worried I'd have to actually remember more names. Um, So... What color's your shirt? Wait, do you have a name tag? Oh, wait, it's red. Uh, and then Cytomancer is apparently fucked to death after he is like, he gets crazy eyes, and then he's all yeah. of a sudden like, oh, it's the big fucking ship, which rams him with his dick, and yep. then rams him and his dick into like the big, like, big the ship. Guy, guy yeah. yeah. The and it, there's like a huge explosion, and it's fucking ridiculous. The cock got a cock to his face. Yep. Yeah, and he fires that hot wad right on the Daigundo. Yeah, and we get the same awful reused mushroom cloud explosion from like several episodes ago that looks terrible. Mushroom what explosion? Mushroom cloud. Oh, mushroom stamp? No. And then, well, I guess in this case. <laughs> and uh, the celebration is short-lived because even though all of it then falls onto Guam's machine, Guam, Guam is still alive. That's yeah. where the hot wad landed. And then we get a break card. Hello, Questionable Endeavor Network listener. If you're a current or former fan of wrestling, you should check out the Raw Attitude Podcast, hosted by me, retired professional wrestler Henry Hugepex, the suplex-throwing human duplex. On the show, I chronologically recap episodes of WWE Monday Night Raw from the Attitude Era, a time period where wrestling became more violent, more profane, and more sexual simply because, well... That's what we the fans demanded from the product in the late 1990s. Listen along with me as I revisit the crazy antics of The Rock, Stone Cold Steve Austin, Vince McMahon, The Undertaker, Mick Foley, and many more of your childhood favorites. You can subscribe to the Raw Attitude Podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, or Google Play, or you can listen to each new episode on the Questionable Endeavor Network website, questandnetwork.com. That's the Raw Attitude Podcast, hosted by me, Henry Hugepex, the suplex-throwing human duplex. Oh baby, I like it raw, and I know that you will too. Supersized episode. Yeah, this is great. This is great. You know what? Actually, for Supersized episode, we're only 16 minutes in so far. We'd be wrapping up with nerd news at this point. Uh, we true. we are back to the battle, and Die Gundo runs off like a little baby. 
Runs away. Run away. Run I was tiny I, I like the little, yeah, the little piston legs so that come through instead no, of no like tank legs. treads. Or, yeah. So, so cute. <laughs> and they escape underneath the city of Teppelin and start spinning around to create a force field that apparently starts dragging the, the good guys toward it. Oh, like a 1980s song. And I ran. No. I ran so far. What? No. <laughs> Dead or alive, you spin me round. God damn it. Ah. Uh, don't you 80s, bro? Wanted, dead or alive? <laughs> Wanted! All right. Don't you Bon Jovi? In, in an iron bro? horse head, I drive. <laughs> <laughs> that I, spits, I love it. That spits out <laughs> missiles. Yes. Uh, we get shaky cam effect, and no one is really freaking out that much. This is my biggest problem with this episode. It, it's really cool, and it's really fun up until the break card, and, and then it really kind of slams slows, to a halt. kind of slows down with this whole... Yeah, it's like... We're oh, making Teplin spin. Yeah, it's and, spinning, and, and you would think... Into a spinner rooney of doom. Yeah, like, the music is kind of dull, like, they're, mm-hmm. they, the effects are kind of weird, a they're not even, doomy. like, freaking out. It's a just... A spin of doomy. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, it was, it was just... I don't know. This part, I did not... I was not it, exactly a big fan of. Like, a sudden drop in the action is, is just, like, sudden, and it's like... But don't worry. Oh? New name guy dies. No! The new character! He was my favorite! <laughs> well, I hope none of the others were, because then they just decide to run into the freaking spiral and explode. And can I also note how much I love the fact that while I'm sitting here watching the show for the first time going... What the fuck are they doing? Why would they run into it? The characters then follow up with the exact same <laughs> yeah. thing and echo me. They're like, what the hell are you doing, morons? Somebody must have read the Tower of Zap Brannigan. Yes. That's, yes. That's, uh, that's apt. Nia breaks in as a giant hologram. And I love this reference. It's a good reference. She was the Princess Leia? No, no, no. Don't you get... You You've my only never hope... watched Robotech? Um, no. This is a clear, clear, obvious reference to the Robotech and the Min May attack. Because in... Robo- in lightness. Okay, okay. So those of you who don't know, in the classic anime series, Robotech, they had stumbled upon a way of defeating their enemies by utilizing pop music. And so the people in the SDF-1 projected an image of their one pop singer, Lin Min May, singing a song which would, in effect wreck the shit out of their opponents because they're like, what the fuck's going on? What is this music thing? I don't understand. And then they could wreck their shit. Um, did this singer also have little children backup dancers? <laughs> I know, but I love the fact that Gimme and Tari popped on. Yeah, they were just like, oh, what are you doing? <laughs> it's hey, like, get in hey. there. Well, no, they're like any little kid. Yeah. They see a camera, they have to get in. No, that's, that is, that's accurate. I really do love how sweet she is, and she she's please like, please stop doing this. She's like, please stop. My name, my name is Nia, and I'm the head cook of Team Garen. I love that. Like yeah. of all the things she could have said, it's like, hi, I'm a cook. <laughs> it's so good, <laughs> but it's a but because of her charm, so it does stop the other guys from doing the suicide zap Brannigan attack. Yeah, and they go, oh, she's cute. So they stop that, and then they realize that uh, Garen Logan is missing. Apparently, he is drilling underneath the earth trying to get a sneak attack against Guam. <laughs> and I love how Rossi is like, this is a sneak attack. <laughs> That's my favorite part, too. Yeah, he's like, we gotta, we gotta, we gotta be careful and quiet. Uh, and then two <laughs> seconds later, he you, you goes inside of Guam's uh, fortress thing and it's like, sir, there's someone drilling beneath us. <laughs> so good. <gasps> so good. Yeah. Apparently, Guam starts spinning 
his spinning I must have spins I, die Gundo, I guess. I guess I well I think it, it maybe creates the force field. And I missed mm-hmm. it earlier. But like I just see him like spinning in a circle really rapidly. And then at one point he pokes his head out while spinning and it's that whole I'm like, how are you getting this your point across spinning like this? Yeah, I mean, it's one of those things you just you definitely you just kind of just kind of have to go roll with it. Yeah, <laughs> roll with it. I see what you did there. Uh-huh. Gurren Lo- <laughs> Logon can't break through, and then they're crushed. End of oh. anime. End of anime. Oh, good. Uh, so, uh, no. Bill, should I tell what we're doing for our next <clears throat> anime? Yes. <clears throat> okay. So, Andrew, there, yes. there's more notes. Oh shit, I forgot. Okay, sorry. Maybe I was just hopeful. Uh, no, no, I'm lying. They were not actually crushed. They were kind of crushed, but uh, the drill has now penetrated the <laughs> fortress. It's made its way in. Sorry, it just... You said fortress. <laughs> oh, God. Sing. Um, oh. The spinning reverses all of a sudden, and which is apparently a bad thing, because you can't spin backwards if you're Guam. No, but he does keep spinning. And then the drill suddenly pierces through all the way, and Guam who should be pierced in half at this point, but isn't. He's just all like, hey, Spiral King, don't you realize that I'm, like, dying here? Are you going to do nothing? Okay, bye. And then dies. I'm spinning. (laughs) I'm spinning. And then I was was sad. Yeah, he does blast off. (gasps) He actually does have probably, I think, the most significantly cool death of the four generals. Yeah, I I do miss Guam already. Guam's great. Mm. But anyway, Team Digurin wins. Yay! Until Teplin starts crumbling down around them. Yeah. To reveal a face in the city. Oh, dick. To be continued. No, a face, not a dick. Dun, dun, dun! And that was our review of episode 14 of Gurren Lagan. Well met, everyone! And uh, we will be getting to episode 15. But first, we gotta talk about episode 14 and what we thought. And I'm gonna start... First half of the episode, really good. Really, really drives home the effect of this is going to be a really cool battle. We do get some really neat combat. There's some moments where it kind of falls apart after the break card, but it does pick back up with some of the stuff in the last, like, five minutes or so. Mm-hmm. So, I, overall, a good episode. But that's all. I mean, it's really all I have to say. I really I really enjoyed the episode overall. Um, but there were some things that definitely took me out of it a little bit. Bill, what do you think of this episode? I think you're right. It was a good first half. There wasn't a ton of story, though, but it was well animated when it needed to be. All the randos was obviously obvious. <laughs> Rando obvi- er, ob- <laughs> obvious randos are obvious. Right, exactly. Mm-hmm. And it was even a little bit random. They're like, oh, yeah, by the way, we stole a bunch of these great big ships, too, just like you. <laughs> so, yeah, but whatever. It's fine. Okay. okay, that's about the most glowing review I've heard from Bill so far from Gurren Lagann. I thought there was another episode where he thought it was fine. So. Yeah. Okay, so he's got two. Says, At least two so far. This is going to be on his top five. All right, so Josh. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a fun episode. I don't think there's much else that I can elaborate on. Uh, I love the animation. It's very clean for the most part, very crisp. And there isn't a whole lot of story because this is a big bad battle moment. So fun times, fun times. So Bill. Hi. You have episode 15. After the break card. Oh my god! What? Welcome to the break card. My name is Andy, and I hope you are enjoying this super-packed episode where we review two episodes of Gurren Lagann, episodes 14 and 15. We decided to just go ahead and throw them all together and try to talk about the climactic end of the first arc all at once rather than leaving you waiting 
That means that when we review episode 16, it's going to be a blooper episode, and I think we might even still have some bloopers left over from Trigun, uh, but we'll try to make it a sizable bloopers episode. So either we'll release the Trigun bloopers a different time, or we'll do some Trigun bloopers and then maybe the first few episodes of this Garun Lagan review in the bloopers in those. So you will have that to look forward to next week, as well as some other great stuff. We've already started watching and recording the second part of Garun Lagan, and I think you'll be surprised with our reactions to it, especially Bill and myself. Also on the horizon, if you have not noticed our posts on social media about it, we are currently in the process of moving over our feed from Podomatic to Podbean. Podbean is going to offer us an opportunity to, for a cheaper price, post all of our old episodes. And we are currently in the process of re-uploading every former episode. So if you missed our reviews of Excel Saga or Trigun that are no longer up due to space limitations on Podomatic, you can actually check those out pretty soon. And that's at tuningjapanese.podbean.com and we are going to hopefully have that up and ready to go within the next few weeks and once it is ready we're going to link that rss feed from podbean over to itunes and stitcher and google play and hopefully and hopefully not have to have you guys search for our podcast again hopefully it'll just change what's in the feed and be good to go so fingers crossed on a smooth transition with the inclusion of our old episodes, that means our Patreon at patreon.com slash tuningjapanese is going to need a little bit of restructuring. Because at $3 a month right now, you get access to all of our old episodes. So if we're going to be putting those back onto the feed, we're going to need to put something else at $3 and move some things around. Uh, but you can still join our Patreon at patreon.com slash tuningjapanese. And for a dollar, you get all kinds of bonus episodes. For $5, you get to tell us what episode of something that you want us to review. Uh, $10, you can join us on an episode episode like Superfan Matt did, our amazing, amazing listener. If you're looking for other shows to listen to, head over to the Questionable Endeavor Network at questnnetwork.com. We're going to be dropping some different promos as we go through this particular supersized episode. But uh, you should go check the, out the many podcasts there. Go check out the Shadowvane podcast if you're looking for some storytelling. Uh, go check out Perilous Pretenders, our newest show, if you're looking for a different type of storytelling of the tabletop variety. All kinds of wonderful, great shows on our network for you to listen to and check out at questandnetwork.com. All right, we need to get back to our review. But first, enjoy another one of our bumpers for another show on the network. And we'll see you back in the review. Hey, Yata, do you like anime? I do like anime. What about you? I love it. Well, if you love it so much, why don't you marry it, you piece of shit? We kind of did marry it. We did. By making a podcast? It ain't a healthy marriage. It controls our lives. And that podcast is the Reanimator Pod. That's R-E-Animator Pod. And you can hear new episodes every Monday. And here's a little taste. It's Alice in Wonderland meets Inception with an acid-infused EDM rave twist. I like it. Is what I wish I could say. Okay. <laughs> uh, unfortunately, <laughs> I the shot my low too early there. <laughs> Hotro then asked Yuma, "Are you turned on?" Not in that deep a register, <laughs> but that's what she asked her. Are you turned on? Turned on yet? <laughs> well, guys, are you turned on yet? If not, I'll keep going. All right. Today, we are going to start. <laughs> well, I, I We're going to start snoozing. I tried to make a dramatic pause. And we're back. That was a weird sensation. I've never really felt a break card like that before. What happened? <laughs> oh, God. Hold me! Okay. 
super break. <laughs> super break. Hey, Bill. Hi. Episode 15 is yours. It is entitled, I Will Head Towards Tomorrow. You're correct. Bring us home, my friend. So, a man still fighting destiny. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much that was it. There there was that narration, and then yeah. Teplin, Teplin starts doing its shit. The drill tower city is collapsing after the events of the last episode. Uh, we've got buildings falling, and no one seems to really get that. No, 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 they don't. Don't you know what happened to the Wicked Witch of the East? They're all like, what's happening? And then they get foe. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they eventually do. That's true. And as we saw from last episode, there's a gig old bun man inside of there. <laughs> I'm sorry, what? What? <laughs> what? Oh, God. Uh, that, uh-huh. You heard me. <laughs> Unfortunately. <laughs> Carry on, sir. <laughs> and this is one of those... I was confused by this initially. I thought the team was realizing that Gurren Lagan was still in Teplin. Yeah. But what they were realizing when we looked at the subtitles was that there's a signature identical to Gurren Lagan within mm-hmm. Teplin. Yeah, we get this bit of dialogue that, 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 that in the dub, it's essentially along the lines of we we were picking up Gurren Lagan like over there. Yeah, like he's not destroyed. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. But it's mm-hmm. very confusing. It, there, is, there is a very... It was not the best... ADR decision, I think probably what they were trying to do was just match flaps, honestly. So, when Gurren Logan flies up, he's able to see into Gord Lemon's throne room and go straight for him. Did you just call him Gord Lemon? <laughs> he gets cock-blocked by the Iron Giant and flicked away back to Daigunzen. Which, jo- jo- that's jo- a cool Joseph Gordon, jo- Joseph Gordon-Levitt? Is that, is, that, is that his name? Yes. Okay. But no, I, I like that visual of, you know, he's trying and just the finger and he just, you see Lord Genome, <laughs> and then it Flicks her and log on away. I really yeah, like that. Yeah, that is a pretty cool that visual. A really cool visual. Nia asked to be taken to her father. Well, of course. I mean, she's got a prospective suitor and she wants her father to meet. Rossio thinks this is nuts, and he's right. No, no I think, I think, Ro- I think <laughs> Rossio is correct here. Yeah. I mean, Rossio's usually the one who's always correct. Yeah. Him and uh, Leron. But he's, but he's outvoted. Yeah. And apparently all the gunmen want to go to. Yeah. <laughs> I think Keaton's best best line is, "I want to punch that guy in the face." <laughs> it's very, it's a very Keaton line. Yeah, it really, well, it is. Well, lucky for them, they have a reason to go since uh, the giggle bunman starts to fart out other gunmen to fight, for, and not just any gunmen, fortress sized gunmen. Right. Yeah, big old fucking gunmen. It's a big old mess. Yeah. How, yeah. How do they know who is who? They need like team colors or weird uniforms on or flags or something. Team oh, Dike series of flags are, are blue and red, and no, they are. They're all different colors. Well, I'm talking about the fortress-sized gunmen. Are I'm talking about all the gunmen. Okay. They're all different colors. That's true. It is. I mean, this battle is kind of a mess. Like it's kind of good. It's good well, that we don't see a lot of this battle. <laughs> well, well, okay. This battle is kind of a mess. Aren't all big battles kind of a mess when you really think about it? That's why they need flags. <laughs> Nia hops into Lagon and onto Simone's lap, and they take off to J-Pop. <laughs> no, they do. Yeah, no, it's, no, it's, no, it's no. It's fantastic. Yeah, I, I like that. I like Obviously, shit's about that. to get real. Oh, oh god, yeah. Oh god. Mm-hmm. Uh, we get a big ass fight scene. I was totally right. Dagurin hate fucks its way right through the big <laughs> mech, and it fires off a hot wad of Gurn Lagan right into the throne room, and they self destruct Dagurin. Okay, now, okay now, now I think we need to slow this down a little bit. Let, let's this get part, some, because yeah, let's break this down a little. <laughs> I'm bit. I'm worried for poor Adam when she, when he listens to this episode, going, "Wait, what the fuck just happened?" So uh, hate, is Adam not watching the episodes while oh God, listening no. to our episodes. God, no. He just, no, he just Adam. hate fuck finishes off. With a hot wad of Gurren Lagan right into the throne room. 
Okay. What, what is what is complicated about that? They they <sighs> literally they they, they, the they literally ram into. I'm guessing it's like the the fist or the I think arm. It's a fist. Yeah, I think it's like a hammer on a fist. Yes, and it digs into the actual fist. And you're right. It does start pumping in hot loads of semen into <laughs> into the fist. It gets a hell of a hand job. Yeah, it's... and then all of a sudden the dick just slips through the hand, right, right into the face of Lord Joseph Gordon Levitt, Gordleman, Gordleman, and uh, Gordmans, and <laughs> Lord Gordmans, and Gordmans, and. And this then, is my favorite anime. And then the best thing in the world is that Gurren Lagann is standing on the the tip right? of the <laughs> just cock. Just the tip. Just yeah. like standing there with arms crossed like, yeah, I just I he was, had shot a load in your hand and just burst it all over your face. Ran yeah. my dick in your eye. Now, one of the things I do want to point out, though, when they eject... <laughs> eject? Eject Digurin uh, from <laughs> its main body. Oh, yeah. Did you notice the visual thing about it? Oh, yeah. The bone structure. Oh, I thought you meant the jism. No. That doesn't happen quite yet, does it? Well, you did say self-destruct already, so... Oh, fair enough. Well, yeah, when they when they self-destruct, yes, there's a pelvis attached to... Uh, they, mm-hmm. they drop the rest of Daigunzen out. Yes. yes. Right. It's kind of so, cool. Yeah, it's really it, cool. It, it falls out of its own ball sack and... Right. <laughs> did we even mention earlier that when you, there's a visual of Daigurin crashing into Daigunten, where the Levosphere is placed? No, we didn't. We just want to point that out really quick. It's a yeah, butt. It, it's a butthole. <laughs> it's a butthole. <laughs> oh yeah, we forgot about that. Uh, oh yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, but anyway, anyway. Gurren or Gurren Lagan has made it inside. Yes. Yep. And Viral shows up with a four-armed gunman and a new indeterminately long fighting body. Right. Uh, yeah. Here's my problem with this. It's not. I I get why it happens. Because we had the episode earlier where they talk about like how gunmen apparently fall or not beastmen. gunmen beastmen apparently fall apart or something. Well, they have to go into this. They're uh, imperfect death-like. on purpose. Yeah, right. And they have to go into this death-like slumber. Right, but at the same time, they could have accomplished what he needed just just having an actual real fight, giving Viral one last really cool battle, mm-hmm. having him lose after a really cool battle, and then Lord Genome. Basically okay. stepping in and saying, yeah, you lost, you just sit here, and I want you to record this moment. Oh, by the way, do you guys want to know the name of Viral's new four-armed version of his uh, gunman? Sure. <laughs> Anki Doodoo. Bill? Do you have anything pithy to say? Not really. Okay. <laughs> I just thought maybe it'd make you giggle, because it makes me giggle. Anki Doodoo. Anki Doodoo. Anki Doodoo, too. <laughs> I think I did an inky doo doo earlier. Wow. But anyway, what happens next? Break card. Ooh. So many break cards. Hey, do you like video games? Do you like silly boy goofs? What about watching four dudes play video games? Usually badly. Hi, my name is Nort, co-founder of Nerd Control, a video game Let's Play channel I created with my three best friends. Gregory. Derex. Don't forget me, it's your boy Reinstant. So come watch our videos every Monday through Thursday at 1 p.m. Oh, and don't forget to join us for our After Dark episodes on the weekends. The video is the only recollection of the night after we've drank too much to remember. Watch us strive for mediocrity and just have a plain old good time. So Viral does talk about his new body and yes. how it doesn't age and whatever, it doesn't rest. 
he still gets trounced because his new power isn't meant to overcome humans. Yeah. His new power isn't much of anything. No. And Lord Genome is very quick to, to show that. To, like, to, to make <laughs> he that clear. He's kind of a dick yep. about it. King Spiral Genome Award says that no beast man will ever be a match for a spiral powered human, even one that can't die. Okay, so question. Answer. Yes. What's Lord Genome then? Isn't he a beastman? You'll find that out later too. But he dies in this episode. How will we find that out? We will find you, that out. You later. will find this out. Okay. <laughs> One of the most gonzo things to happen in anime will happen in a few episodes. I and think, then I, think that, I think that might be overselling it. Okay. Uh, I'll, I'll just take your word for it for now. Viral is just intended to be the storyteller of what the spiral genome does. Yeah. When, <laughs> he made him a bard. When Nia confronts her spiral Lord King father, he says he is humanity's true guardian because it's the only way humans can survive. Which is why he's going to kill them. Yeah, I like humanity, but I must kill you, human! He's a very complex yes. villain. Considering that he talks about, like, burying them underground and how, and but, like, but yet he... true hero of humanity. And that he created them to be better, or whatever, or, like, or, they, or like he created the gunman, or the gunman, the beastmen to be less than them. So, like, it's just really confusing. As I said, th- this is stuff that does get light shed upon it, it later does. in the series. Okay. So... Again, I, I hope it's, so, It's because... creating interest for you to watch more. Yeah, I mean, I guess that's kind of working. Plus, we're trapped watching it. Trapped in the closet. Uh, call back. <laughs> that, look, that's a callback to, to the run, to old Rundown episode. <laughs> if, you, if you want to know what that is, check out the Rundown Wrestling Podcast. Old episodes even don't, don't exist anymore. <laughs> yeah, you get, you get mad if I pull out my gun? <laughs> <laughs> oh, carry on. Carry on! Don't you mean... Carry on my wayward son. No, I do not mean that. Yeah, nobody, nobody means that. Give me the strength to carry on. Carry on. His telephone daughters uh, get screwed and power up his mech. Okay, this, this <laughs> guys, guys, you have to, you have to pause here. If you don't watch the show with us, you just need to watch this. Ten what? seconds, because this is the most gonzo bonkers shit in this whole fucking series so far. They make the noise that goes, and I, their, their words, and I quote is, ah! <laughs> so, we mentioned before that Lord Garden Gnome had these concubines, right? Like four of them, yeah. And like, they just like, were his, his telephone, according to Bill. And all of a sudden, he's like, yes. I must get in my mech now. Think them bitches have apps. <laughs> and he turns them into drills. They scream, turn into drills, and they drill. They, they in... scream orgasmically, like, then, like it's the best thing that ever happened. They, well, I said they get screwed. They power his mech. I don't understand what's going on in this anime. <laughs> yeah, just go with it. Does this get explained? No. Nope. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> and just, the... just accept it. An ass-whooping exposition starts. All right. Um, apparently there was another hero like Simone, and then the Giga Drill Break fails. Because he nom-nommed it. Yep. Is this is that the moment before the, when he, when he said there was a hero before him? Where yeah. he's like, there's a hero, and, and, <laughs> and Simone's like, what does that mean? And he says, you don't need to know. Yeah. Here's <laughs> the thing, like, what does that mean? Don't worry about it. Okay, Giga Drill Break! Nom, 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 nom. <laughs> oh, that's the coolest part. Yeah, he uses the finishing move. Yes. But, like, it, it goes but in... it gets cut off. It breaks, it breaks through the, the like, plate. mouth guard in the front of the... And the, it, to reveal uh, a giant mouth. The, the dental oh. dam. <laughs> and when that shatters, the giant mouth bites the drill. The oh my god, did you guys forget the name of Lord Genome's... Lasagna. 
Le- <laughs> it is lasagna. Okay, fine. It's lasagna. Whatever. Okay. Le- not not something like lasengan. No, it's lasagna. It's lasagna. Bazinga. Thank you, thank you, Garfield. It's bazinga. Mondays, right? <laughs> I know. Odie, meet the floor. Uh, Abu Dhabi. Fantasy Costco. <laughs> Where all your dreams come true. <laughs> Rossio gets scared about this nom nom nomming of the drill. Well, I would be too. That's fucking frightening. <laughs> oh my god, it's got another face! And, and so Simone decides to give a Kamina speech. Yeah, I like this moment. Yeah. Uh, Lagan tries to take over the energy, the enemy mech, but he fails because the arm blows up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it was actually kind of cool because at this point, uh, Rossio is Rossi, like pretty Rossi. much out of the battle. Yeah, right. he goes, get out of here, like slaps him away. Yeah, yeah. And, and then so like, so I love this part because Simone ejects and then tries to basically tries hijack to, him. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, yeah, he yeah, catch, and... catches it, hijacks into his arm and then he blows his arm up to get that's rid of That's really it. smart. It's yeah. kind, it's kind it's of like a great the, tactic. it's like Walking Dead or something, like any zombie movie where it's like, oh my God, we got to do something before it spreads and they cut off the arm that, or whatever. That's not how Walking Dead really works. No, it actually happens in Walking yeah, Dead. It happens, it happens a couple you, different They're times. all infected with the zombie virus in Walking yes. Dead. Yes. Yeah. yeah, but that was before they knew about... No. Well, no, 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 because no. the bites accelerate it. Herschel, yes, it, it accelerates it. Oh. So, like, Herschel, he got bit in the leg, but they caught it... They had, enough, they had, they had enough time to just cut his leg off. Yeah, if, if there's okay. enough time, you can amputate it, and, and the spread doesn't doesn't yeah. happen. Okay. Yeah. I don't like counter once the... It comes back in, like, anyway. a week. I'm really excited. Yeah, I wonder how coral tastes. <laughs> hey, I'm almost to see at season seven now. So, so both mechs turn into drills, and they drill against each other for a while, and then they yell some more. Yes. Yeah, hey, some, hey, some it's hot it's, drill on drill action. It's there. that it's that anime trope, man. We get more power by yelling. The drill on drill, by the way, to give it a full visual, is that genomes turns into like literally like planet sized drill versus like Gurren Logan's regular just like giga I, don't drill. Think, I wouldn't say planet well, sized it's, but it's significantly bigger it's significantly bigger, bigger. Yes. it's like Unicron versus like Rodimus or something right. going on here David and Goliath anyone we've already had one biblical reference oh fair enough well that's true because Logan ends up di- burying himself from the dick of lasagna <laughs> and that just makes Akuma Spiral get out of the mech and then he's all pissed off do <laughs> you Akuma Spiral. I love it. Uh-huh. And he just like blows out of the top of his mech, walks down, and starts to beat up Lagan barehanded. I think that's one of the coolest visuals. He's just like, oh my god, why am I fighting fighting you with a mech? I'm just gonna do this myself. It just starts pummeling. Yeah, I agree with Lagan. you, Josh. I agree with you, Josh. It's a really cool visual. Yeah. At this point, like his head is on fire for some odd reason, and he's just like he's he literally just him. walks down his mech and just proceeds for the next two minutes to beat the shit out of Simone. While Simone is in the mech, yep. and he is not. And then finally, he drags Simone's broken body out of the mech by the hair. Yeah. Simone takes a cheap shot with his core drill and jams it in the guy's chest. That was actually really cool. Yeah. He starts the ignition and uh, blows a giant hole through the Spiral King's chest. Yeah, yeah. Who is still actually alive at this point and able to talk. Yeah, and what the he, fuck? He acknowledges that Simone's Spiral Power is over 9,000. He essentially yeah, does. Yeah, pretty good. Pretty good actor. We get there. we get a pretty long conversation considering the fact that he is missing about thirty his percent. Respi- of- no, no, his upper respiratory <laughs> system. Yes, yes, he's missing his upper respiratory system. <laughs> well, he has enough left to give his prophecy. Once a million moons dance with apes, you'll have how four thousand or something. I don't know. I believe is once the face of the earth is full of a million naked apes, the moon turns into death's harbinger. Oh, he actually wrote that. <laughs> Dick! 
Read it. Then. <laughs> no, read your notes. Read your notes. Read it. I want read you to it. read your you, notes, you Bill. It. You do it. All right, you wrote what? it down. No, I didn't. I wrote, I'm sure Josh wants to say it. <laughs> he wrote that word for word. That's great. <laughs> Damn. Oh, but yeah, that's awesome. And then he dies. And then, yeah, he, dies. And then, yeah. and then he dies. What's that mean? Fuck you. I'm out. <laughs> yeah, that was so great. Yeah, he's like, because again, Simone's just like, huh? <laughs> and he's just like <laughs> later and and jumps <laughs> off, off the building. Uh, One of the so things that, good. We, that we didn't talk so on good. was right before Simone activated his core mm-hmm. drill, he does mm-hmm. another monologue speech. But it's I think it's one of the best ones where he's talking about like if there's another obstacle, I'm just gonna bust through it with my drill because that's who I am. And yeah, I thought I thought that was a, that's always like a really cool empowering moment in the in the series. I agree. So with Spiral Hole dead. All the other enemy gunmen stop working, and the big one starts to crumble apart underneath yeah. them. Yeah. Pretty crazy. It's the command ship uh, philosophy. Destroy the commander, everything dies. And Except for Viral. Uh, see, I think he was powering all those mechs. The, the Spiral King? Yes. It's actually a really good... Uh, and I think the reasons Viral can still... Because he has that new body. Is he Lord Geronimo now since he jumped on? <laughs> Lord Geronimo. <laughs> Dude, you know, there's going to be a lot of different uh, titles to choose from. I know. This, one, this will right? be tough. This will be tough. <laughs> this will be you tough think that hole in his chest made a whistling sound when he went down? <laughs> like, I, I said, we were watching. I really just wanted him to get a whole, oh like, my gosh, whole bunch of like water and soap. I want, so I it's wanna, like one I, big bubble. I, I want to redub, redub that scene now where you see him falling and have like the old uh, whistling sound from the old Wiley Coyotes that... And then when you when, when, and then when you just see you know the the rubble oh. at you know, yeah you hear like I'd love that I think that would be hilarious. And so everybody else is standing there watching Gurren Lagann as he returns, and the theme plays. It does. Everyone waves. They won. They're so happy. I'm so happy. I'm sorry. This just really got me emotional. Did it really? Yeah, I can't believe it's really over. Oh, it is. Hey, and let's let's talk about what we're gonna do next anime. Yeah, so for our next anime. To be continued. Th- what the fuck? Wait, what? To be continued. No way. This is over. It's over. Oh, son of a gun. There's <sighs> still so many questions that need to be answered. Uh, no, there... Well, okay, yes. There are, actually. <laughs> uh, right! And that is episode 15 of Gurren Lagan, and we're going to talk about what we think of it. And Bill, this was your review, so you start. It wasn't bad. It had the feel of the end of an anime, where, okay, we're going to play the theme song and some pop music, and... We're going to fight the bad guy and do a cool, a couple cool moves that we've saved all the way to this end and, and then to be continued ruined it. Yeah. Josh, your turn. I love this episode <laughs> for all the reasons Bill just displayed because it had the big feel, the feel of the big final battle. It was going to be great. And then it says there's more and I'm like, yay, there's more. Yeah, it's it's a pretty good episode. I think I kind of enjoyed the first one better than this one. Okay. Uh, even though I enjoy the Spiral King's battle, I feel like, and again, you said some things get answered, but I feel like there's too much left un- unanswered at this point for the big end sort of feel. I feel like we didn't get enough about him to really build up the animosity between. I mean, yes, we the, we already have like the the death of Kamina that really drives it, but at the same time, I feel like we didn't get enough character development of the bad guy side to really warrant the big final battlefield. That's my only major criticism of this episode. Oh, I can't wait for the next couple episodes. Yeah, next week is a clip episode, which means that you guys get to hear bloopers. Are you guys excited for that? 
Are you asking us? Or are you asking our listeners? I'm waiting for looking... the, I'm, I'm waiting for the listeners to respond. They're not. Hey, dude, this is not Dora the Explorer. Roll down your windows of your car if you're driving and scream, I love tuning Japanese so fucking much. That is next time. This time we are wrapping things up and uh, we thank you for listening as always to our show. And I do believe that Josh, since you didn't get to review anything, will at least give you the consolation prize of taking us out. Yay. Well, once again, this has been Tuning Japanese podcast where three dudes in their 30s defeat the final boss not really talk about anime and i'm josh i'm andy i'm bill and we will see you next time bye-bye i'm gonna say we're dirge next week thanks for listening to tuning japanese for more information visit our website tuningjapanese.com like our Facebook at facebook.com slash tuningjapanese and follow our Twitter at tuningjapanese. You can also get a hold of the show by sending us an email at tuningjapanese at gmail.com. Please help support the show by going to iTunes and leaving a five-star rating and review. You can also go to patreon.com slash tuningjapanese to get all kinds of bonus content and help support the show monetarily. Tuning Japanese is part of the Questionable Endeavor Network. For more information on other podcasts and articles, check out questandnetwork.com. While you're there, check out other great shows like The Shadowbane Podcast, The Rundown Wrestling Podcast, Home Stars, Slasher Sanitarium, Raw Attitude Podcast, New Blood Rising, The Reanimator Podcast, Taco Tuesday Podcast, Nerd Control, and our newest show, Hairless Pretenders. see. Your spiral power has grown sufficient to outstrip my own. <laughs> Hear this now. You will soon come to regret it. Lord, you know. I will leave you with this warning. When the land overflows with a million apes, the moon shall become hell's messenger and completely destroy the world of the spiral. Tomorrow.